my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Mark Moss Show, where we talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, the decentralized revolution that is happening around the world. And I'm trying to come at you each and every week, really digging in and bringing to you the intersection, the converging of politics, finance, and technology. I know there's a lot of people out there talking about politics, a lot of people out there talking about finance, but nobody's talking about all three of them coming together and how uh, when you put this all into context, you see things a lot more clear. Uh, it also helps you understand not only what's going on, but where things are going and what you should be doing about it. You can't talk about politics without understanding the other things because, of course, politics drives economics, but, of course, economics also drives politics. Uh, but even more importantly, it's technology that throughout history, thousands of years of history, it's always technology that changes the world more than anything. And so politics influences the economics and, and back and forth, but then it's technology that's really the bigger piece. And so we look at all three of those things in context. And I say that because we're going to talk about some of the economy stuff, but then we're going to, it's going to lead us into some of the politics behind what's driving this. And then we'll talk about how the technology is going to change all this and not just change it, but fix it. And if you understand that, 
If you understand all three of these in context, it's going to tell you exactly what you should be doing to position yourself on the right side so you can take advantage of this situation. Uh, I, I don't want to say taking advantage in, in a bad way. You can be positioned to um, come out ahead, front run this, uh, profit from this, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but you'll be much better uh, to be able to deal with this type of stuff when you understand it. And so um, we're talking about those three, the three converging. And we'll start with the money side or the economy side, which, of course, drives everything else. And so big news this week, really big news this week was that the GDP, the gross domestic product number of the United States, the largest economy in the world, was released this week. And it was very disappointing to say the least. Now, it shouldn't be a big surprise to anybody um, except for the you know experts because <laughs> the experts apparently live in a different world than we all do and they were expecting much better numbers. But of course, that's not what we had. And of course, like I said, it's not a surprise. It shouldn't be a big surprise to me or you um, that the economy shrank. The economy shrank. Um, the GDP, the US GDP gross domestic product falls 1.4% as the economy shrinks for the first time since the pandemic started. Now, the gross domestic product, basically that takes into account all of the products made in the United States, adds them all up into a, into a total number. And that's how they measure the, the, the output of the economy based off of how big that number is. And like I said, it shouldn't come as any big surprise because... Prices have been going absolutely through the roof. Uh, we talked about in an earlier show, maybe a couple of weeks ago, the new CPI, the Consumer Price Index number, came out 8.5%, uh, breaking records. We haven't seen that number for 40, 42 years, I think it was, since the early 80s. Um, the significance of that, of course, is back in the early 80s is when we were at the highest point of inflation as well. And uh, and then President Ronald Reagan and and then, uh, then Fed Chair uh, Paul Volcker had to make emergency action and they had to raise interest rates, the Fed funds rate, to over 20% to solve that problem. And here we are today back at that number. Um, of course, we're nowhere near 20%. Um, we're still in the single digits, uh, but rapidly rising. And if they really want to get a handle on inflation like they did back then, they're going to have to go back to about 20%. But imagine what happens to the world if that happens. <laughs> Uh, what do you think happens to real estate if uh, mortgages were you know back to 10, 15, 20 percent? If you guess they would crash, you you are right. Um, but that's where we're at. So anyway, back to where we're at. So the inflation's running hot. What does that mean? That means the cost of gasoline is is now twice as much to fill up my truck with gas. That's uh, something I'm not super happy about. Uh, cost me twice as much to go to dinner. My airline tickets have gotten more expensive. Everything's gotten more expensive. And so when things get more expensive, Guess what happens? People have to cut back. People don't spend as much money because the problem is, is that your income isn't going up as fast as the costs of goods and services. And so you have to buy less. You prioritize the stuff that you need and buy less of the stuff that you want. Um, and so, of course, like it's not a, not a big surprise, but um, it says here the U.S. economy has shrank, you know, shrank in the first quarter. <sighs> And just like the Consumer Price Index, I call it the CPI. Well, they call it the CPI. I call it the CPI because that number is so manipulated that it's not actually, not actually true. This G GDP number is actually 
very, very manipulated as well. I'm going to explain how that's manipulated in a minute. Um, and we'll, we'll dig into some of the details on that. But what we can see here is that, um, the, like I said, the decline in the U.S. gross domestic product at a 1.4% annual rate marked a sharp reversal from a 6.9% annual growth rate in the fourth quarter of last year. So we went from growing from about 7% to now shrinking at about a, a percent and a half. That's a big deal. It's a real big deal. Now, uh, we've talked about other things in the in the finance side, the economic side of things. And so, for example, in the previous weeks, we've been talking about this yield curve inversion. And so the, the amount of money that you can make if you loan money to the government by buying bonds, the short-term rates have been going up by the, while the long-term rates have been going down. So the, the yield curve is flattening and is inverting. A lot of the yield curve actually went upside down, meaning... It's more expensive in the long run than it is in, I'm sorry, more expensive in the short run than it is in the long run. And so whenever it flips or inverts like that, uh, every time in history, it's led to a recession. So that indicator, that's why people talk about that all the time, this yield curve, when it inverts, it tells us there's a recession coming. And guess what? It inverted. And now the economy went from growing at 7% to shrinking by 1.5%. Mm. Sounds like a recession, doesn't it? Um, and that's exactly where we're at. And, uh, you know, there's uh, no shortage of uh, excuses. There's no shortage of, uh, you know, people trying to explain this away. As a matter of fact, um, Bloomberg said that the GDP likely to show, quote, misleading, end quote, U.S. weakness. Um, so uh, don't don't trust the facts. Don't trust the don't trust math. It's misleading. It's not it's not true. It's like these uh, people telling you in the school system that math is racist somehow. Uh, math is just math. It's just fact. It's just what it is. Uh, but somehow uh, Bloomberg tells us that it's misleading. Um, and they're saying that, you know, it's misleading because, you know, prices went up by a lot. Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's exactly what causes the recession. If they could have kept inflation under control, we wouldn't be here where we are now. And that kind of goes back to this kind of a conversation that I've had, which is that, you know, this inflation number is is uh, is so misleading overall, and it doesn't really state the damage that's done to this. Uh, but you know, in this in this Bloomberg article, they talked about it being misleading, and they said that uh, you know consumers are quote they're spending with a little little bit more discretion than they were say six months ago. Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> when when prices keep going up at that rate, people buy less, as I've already made the case. Now, you know, the government keeps telling us that, oh, no, we're going to get inflation under control. Don't worry. But I do want to just make a point that prices went up by 8.5%. Even if they bring inflation back down to zero, that doesn't mean prices go back down to where they were. What that means is that they stop going up. Now, like I said, I want to talk about this GDP number, and specifically I want to talk about how it's manipulated. Then I want to talk about the cause of all of this, and I want to I want to talk about exactly what the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, said with the head of the ECB, European Central Bank, and the head of the U.S. Central Bank as well, the Federal Reserve. I'm going to play some clips that's going to blow your mind, and then I'm going to talk about... Um, what this really means, the impact. And of course, then we'll talk about the new technology, um, the new trend that's coming to fix all of this. And I'm going to show you some exact uh, 
instances that we can see that demonstrates that. Um, all of that when I come back, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, talking about the intersection of politics, finance, and technology. Of course, we're talking about Bitcoin and the decentralized revolution that's happening. So much more when I come back. Don't go away. I'll be right back. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about the decentralized revolution that is changing the world that we're living in. We're witnessing all of this in real time, and I'm just here on the sidelines commentating for you, giving you the play-by-play so it brings it into context so you understand what's going on. Of course, we're talking about the intersection of politics, finance, and technology. We'll talk about all three of those areas and specifically bring it into context, of course, how they come together. And we were talking about before the break the latest gross domestic product. The GDP numbers just came out from the U.S. government, and it was very disappointing for them, uh, somewhat expected from me, and uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. I'm sure it was probably 
something that you might have expected. Like, what happens when prices go up so fast that people can't afford to buy things anymore? Well, they buy less, which then means GDP growth goes down. Wow, you're smarter than these PhD in economics because they couldn't figure that out. Amazing, right? Um, and so, you know, they give us lots of reasons. They say, like I said, the consumer spending has gone down. Um, of course it has because prices have gone up. They said that um, wages, wages are going up, they say. I don't know how much how much, I don't know how much of a pay raise you've received in the last year, but they say they're going up. However, they're not keeping up with inflation, meaning prices are going up way more than your rate of pay is going up. So, the price of gasoline has about doubled. Has your income doubled? Well, no. Uh, uh, homes across the United States have averaged gone. They've gone up about thirty five percent. Has your pay gone up by thirty five percent? No. Uh, the average rental increase has um, gone up, I think, 26%. Some states have seen more than 60% going up in rents. Some some local areas have gone up more than 100%. Has your pay gone up that much? And, of course, the answer is no. I say that rhetorical, of course. Um, and so even if they say even if we take out some of the gas price increases, which, of course, like I said, gas went up really high, we're still facing an issue of our incomes not keeping up with the pace of consumption, and something is going to have to give, said Stephen Gallagher, U.S. Chief Economist at Societal General. So I guess he kind of gets it, something has to give. Yeah, that means we're buying less things. And so they're trying to kind of make these excuses, um, trying to reason away. That's what these economists do. Really, if you think about it, these the, the, the experts trust the experts. The experts, the economists are there to try to convince us what the government is doing and that uh, what the government's doing is right and good. And they try to come up with these uh, very elaborate answers that, uh, you know, we don't understand because we're just not near as smart as they are, right? Um, and so they give us these elaborate answers um, trying to explain this away. But let me make it a little bit more simple for you. Now, um, if, we, if we break down the world of economics, and I know this is a little bit boring. I'm trying to make it interesting for you, but um, we kind of have two camps, if you will. And uh, you won't really hear about these two camps mostly, but mainly everybody's in this Keynesian camp. Um, John Maynard Keynes came out with this um, kind of form of economics about 100 years ago when he helped write uh, the current system that we have today, including the Bretton Woods monetary system. And basically, under Keynesian economics, they believe that the government should just print as much money as they need, and that if the government prints money, they can help us through these recessions. Um, I don't think that's correct. And obviously, the proof is here, right? It's obviously not worked. Since those policies have been put into place 100 years ago, we just continue to see bigger booms and boom, booms and busts, booms and busts, booms and busts over and over and over. Um, and then the other camp would be like an Austrian school of economics, which believes in not creating money from thin air and not having a never ending series of booms and busts, which I don't know, sounds better to me, unless maybe you like the booms and busts. Now, if you could perfectly time them, I suppose it could be an advantage, but unfortunately, most people can't. Um, you're listening to the Mark Moss show, by the way, we're talking about the decentralized revolution that the world is going through right now. Things are breaking apart and getting crazy because it's changing. And what's changing it is the technology. And so we talk about the intersection of politics, finance, and technology, looking at those three things in context. So if you're new to the Mark Moss Show, thanks for listening. Make sure to put this appointment to be with me each and every week on your calendar so you don't miss me. Uh, but we're talking about this, this GDP print. And what's really happening is 
is uh, what what a lot of people would call stagflation. Stagflation is where you don't make more money, um, but things just keep getting more expensive. And uh, that's basically where we're at, right? Um, They're inflating the money supply. And when they do that, it's basically stealing because it steals your purchasing power. So what does that mean? If I had $100 in my bank account last year and I could buy, I could, well, okay. So I could fill up my truck with gas for $100 last year. Now it's almost $200. So that means $100 got me a full tank of gas last year. $100 gets me half a tank of gas this year. So they they literally stole my purchasing power. They literally stole $50 worth of gas from me. How do they do that? By printing the money. All right. The thing that differentiate, differentiates stagflation from what they call regular inflation is like I said, the price increases are more concentrated in things that people feel are making them poorer instead of making them believe falsely that they're becoming richer. But as the distinction between the asset prices, so asset prices, which would be stocks, real estate, things like that, and consumer prices, even the, they, they try to break those apart. These economists try to say, oh, but inflation is only in asset prices, not consumer prices. Well, if I'm a consumer and I buy a house, that's a consumer expense. So how is that an asset? Right? Stocks and bonds are also an expense to me buying them. Um, and consumer goods are assets to people selling them. So they try to break these apart to seem all academic and try to hide this fact. Um, but it's, but it's, it's kind of like this made-up lie. It's happening. And again, this is all manipulated. So think about this. So this the GDP, the gross domestic product, well, if if prices are inflating and GDP measures all the goods and services that are sold, but inflation has pushed the price of those goods and services up. So wouldn't it make sense that GDP also goes up? <sighs> of course it would. Now, for some of you guys that may be a little bit smarter, then you might go, well, but Mark, you're not being totally truthful because isn't there such thing as a GDP deflator that actually takes into account this inflation? And the answer is yes, there is that. And so they try to say, well, we take this into account, but how do they take it into, into account when the CPI number, the measure of inflation they give us, is all fake? So <laughs> you're giving us a fake number, trying to adjust it with another fake number, which ends up with a fake number, right? Um, it doesn't work like that. It's just completely manipulated. But um, I want to tell you the real cause of this, and I'm not going to just tell you from me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you hear clips directly from the head of the Federal Reserve, the head of the IMF International Monetary Fund, in a conversation they had laughing about this. I'm going to play you a clip of that when I get back. And then I'm going to tell you about the consequences of all this and what this really means to you. And then, of course, how you can protect yourself and how we fix this, how we fix the world. So we got a lot to cover. Um, <laughs> and I can't believe these clips. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I can't believe they're saying this out loud. Typically, what we hear is, you know, these leaders uh, make up excuses uh, they gaslight us. Oh, what you're seeing is not really what you're seeing. Or um, imagine how much it would have worse it would have been. Or it would have worked in le- if it wasn't for this. But nope, here they are just admitting it right out of their mouth. 
shocking that uh, they would do that. Um, by the way, you're listening to The Mark Ma Show talking about this decentralized revolution that's changing the world as we know it, talking about the intersection of politics, finance, and technology. I'm going to have some clips from some of these monetary leaders when we get back. That's going to be shocking, so don't go away. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xu mo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play all right welcome back you are listening to the mark moss show we're talking about we're talking about the world we're talking about the world being shaken up and changing right before our very eyes and um unless you've been living under a rock um you probably realize that the world is pretty dang crazy right now there's a lot of things going on and why is there so much going on i vladimir Lenin said that there's there's decades where nothing seems to happen, and then there's days where decades seem to happen. And that's kind of where we're at right now. I think you would agree, right? Every day it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much is changing. And why? Why is that? Well, that's because we're in the middle of this revolution. The world is changing, and it's driven by the converging of three things, three cycles, politics, finance, and technology. So I'm here trying to give you the play-by-play on that each and every week. Hopefully that makes sense. Now, I was talking about uh, before the break about the new numbers that came out this week uh, from the government. The U.S. GDP gross domestic product number was very disappointing to them, to say the least. We went from growing at almost 7% um, to growing um, at about 1%. Or I'm sorry, going, slowing down by 1%. A drastic change. They were surprised. Of course, I wasn't. What happens when prices go up? Um, people buy less. It's not rocket science. I think an elementary kid, I could probably ask my daughter who was on the radio a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 
Hopefully you enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty fun. She didn't really like it. But anyway, um, she could probably even answer, tell you that question. What happens when prices go up on everything and people don't make any more money? <laughs> she would say, well, they buy less. Duh. But they were, they were surprised. But um, what is the real cause of this? And that's the piece that I want to get into now. Now, um, <laughs> the money is controlled by central bankers. And the big central banks are in the, in the United States. We have the Federal Reserve. Uh, in uh, Europe, the euro runs off the European Central Bank. Um, and then we have the one above that. It's kind of the central bank above central banks, which is the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. And the three of those people, so Kristalina Georgina, she runs the IMF. We have uh, Jerome Powell from the U.S. Federal Reserve, and then we have uh, Christine Lagarde from the ECB, European Central Bank. They all got together, and they had a conversation um, on CNBC. Now, like I said, usually we just get lies. We get lies. We get obfuscation. They spin the story, uh, whatever, right, to, to make us believe that what we're seeing is not what we're seeing. Um, I, I can't really think of any of I can't think of any of them that actually give us the truth, except typically when they get out of office, then they start being much more honest. Um, but but in this in this conversation, they're laughing. And uh, IMF Director Christina Georgina said some things that were completely shocking. And they're so shocking that I don't want to say them. I'm going to actually uh, have you hear them directly from her mouth. So let's go ahead and just play this first clip so you can hear what she has to say. I think we are not paying sufficient attention to the law of unintended consequences. We take decisions with an objective in mind and rarely think through what may happen that is not our objective. Uh, and then uh, we wrestle uh, with, the, with the impact of it. Hmm. Did she just say that? She said that we're not paying attention to the un unintended consequences of our actions. She said, quote, we rarely think through, rarely, that's her word. We rarely think through what may happen. <laughs> and then we wrestle with the impact of it. Wait, 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 wait. Did she say, she, she said that we rarely think through what may happen? Hmm. Well, again, my daughter who I had on the radio and she's in, uh, in middle school, she can tell you what would happen. Um, <laughs> It's just insane. As a matter of fact, uh, Christina Georgina comes back and tells us. Let's go ahead and play clip number two and listen to this part. Any decision that is a massive decision, like uh, the decision that we need to spend to support the economy. And at that time, we did recognize that may lead to too much money in circulation, too few goods but didn't really quite think through the consequence in a way that mm. upfront would have informed better uh, what, what we do. And I subscribe entirely what, to what uh, uh, Christine said about uh, climate shocks. Hmm. So she said that uh, the massive decision like spending, they had, they had this massive <laughs> decision to spend to support the economy. Uh, but they didn't recognize that, that maybe it would be too much money in circulation and that, that too much money in circulation would be chasing too few of goods. Now, what do you think happens? And I asked my daughter when she's on the radio the other day, I said, if there was, if there was uh, 10 people that wanted to buy a house, but only one house, what do you think would happen? Well, she said, well, the cost of that house would go up. 
Yes. What if there was 10 houses for sale, but only one buyer? Well, the cost of the house would go down. So too much money, too many buyers chasing too few goods, chasing too little of homes. What do you think happens? The prices go up. Duh. My daughter answered this correctly. And here, here is the head of the IMF saying, we did recognize that it, there would be too much money chasing too few goods. So we did recognize that. But she says to her own quote, we didn't think through the consequences. Wow. I mean, this is economics 101. Like I said, even my daughter got, got this right the other day. Now, what are the consequences? What are the consequences? Well, uh, the consequences are now prices are so high that people can't afford food in some countries. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig more into that. Let's play one more clip here. Why? And this I think this explains why they don't think through these. I guess. Uh, let's go ahead and play this third clip here and see what she has to say. We are already out of time, and the fact that whenever something hits us, we forget about this other crisis is inc incredibly troubling. The fact that we are I'm sorry I'm going on here, but I'll finish in a second. <laughs> We act sometimes like eight years old playing soccer. Here is the ball. We are all at the ball and we don't cover the rest of the field. <laughs> now, I have kids and my kids played soccer when they grew up. And if you've watched eight-year-old kids playing soccer, all they do is just mob the ball and they just run around in, in a little circle. And as she said, we play like eight-year-olds playing soccer. We don't focus on the field. So to her point, they, she likened the, the leaders making the biggest decision that infects the entire world, affects 8 billion people. And she said herself, they're like eight-year-olds, not focusing on the field. I mean, I, I just can't be, can't be uh, overstated. <laughs> These impacts will kill millions of people, potentially billions of people, not, don't, not, not me, this is from the UN, from starvation. These decisions that they made because they, in her own words, didn't think through the consequences, in her own words, we were like eight-year-olds, will now lead to massive death and destruction. That's, and they're laughing about it like eight-year-olds. Now, how? Mark, am I? Oh, come on, Mark. You're being a little bit too overboard. I mean, okay, so they didn't think it through and they printed the trillions of dollars, but I mean, come on, it's going to cause death and destruction. I think you're being a little dramatic. Really? Really, am I? As a matter of fact, I can prove it to you. Let me bring you some of these receipts because I know it's a pretty big claim. So she says, we didn't think through the consequences. Well, what are the consequences then? I can tell you. I talk about them every single week. Like I said, it's economics 101. So I'll break that down. I'm going to break down exactly how this impacts your life. And I have the math. I'm actually going to give you the math of how it actually impacts your life. Uh, I don't think a lot of people in the United States will be dying, but unfortunately, other parts of the world, they will be. Um, and then again, we'll go back and talk about um, how we have a new technology that solved this. Now, of course, if you listen to my show on a regular basis, you know that I'm talking about Bitcoin. We're on the verge of a technological revolution, something that changes the course of humanity. If you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, I'm going to be right back with more. Don't go away. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. All right, welcome back. You're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about this decentralized revolution that the world is going through, how it's shaken up and being changed and transformed right before our very eyes. And, of course, we talk about each and every week the the converging uh, cycles of politics, finance, and technology. And, of course, we've been talking about um, all of that. I mean, mostly finance today. Um, talking about the GDP numbers that came out from the U.S. government th- this week that were shocking to them, not so shocking to me. We went from growing at 7% to shrinking at 1%. Um, and of course, that's all happening because of the money. Because of the money supply, I played some clips um, from the leaders, the people who actually run the money supply. Of course, I'm talking about Jerome Powell at the Fed, um, Christina Georgelina at the IMF, and uh, Christine Lagarde at the ECB, European Central Bank. And that they all sat together in a round table for CNBC and laughed about it. I played the clips at the last uh, the last segment of Kristalina Georgina from the IMF laughing, saying, we didn't pay enough to the unintended consequences. She said in her own words, quote, we rarely think through, rarely. <laughs> so someone who has the power to impact 8 billion people's lives, it's not something I would expect to hear them say that they rarely think through the impact. Um, she said, well, we, we did recognize that it was going to be too much money and too few goods. We did, but we didn't think through the consequences of that. She said, we're like eight-year-olds. That's, that's what she said. Let me, let me just repeat that. Uh, we knew that our spending would be too much money chasing too few goods, but didn't think through the consequences. So let me tell you what the consequences are. All right. So when you print too much money, you have too much money chasing too few goods. What does that do? Well, that pushes the price of goods up. All right. But it does more than that. When the price of everything goes up, then things start to break down. 
So you print a bunch of money, you pay people not to work. Well, then not as many people work. Well, when not as many people work, then you don't have as many people producing goods and services. So then you have less goods and services, but you still have more money. So then you have uh, the price goes up even more, which then means more business go out of business, which means then you have less goods and services, which means the supply chain start breaking down. And then there's not enough trucks to, um, to get the stuff off the boats and get it there. And then there's not enough ships running. And then on and on and on. So like, oh yeah, well the prices are going up because the supply chain's breaking down. Yeah, but why are supply chains breaking down? They've always worked fine. Oh, well they're going down because we have 20% more goods being purchased than we had before. Well, why do we have 20% more goods being purchased? Oh, because as she said, we printed too much money. It's all about the money. That's the unintended consequences that she's talking about, but it gets even worse than that. So uh, we pay in the United States, we pay farmers not to plant food. I know it's insane. Google it. It's insane, but it's happening all over the world. So what's happening is all around the world is now these supply chains are breaking down. Supply chains are breaking down. And then guess what happens? Well, we don't have enough uh, what we need to grow food because now in the United States, farmers can't get a tire for their tractor. They can't get parts for their equipment to run. They can't get the fertilizer they need to plant the food. And then we start having food problems. Now, when, when, uh, when nations go back through history, <laughs> when nations go broke, what happens? It leads to war every single time. A hundred percent of the time it leads to war. Oh, what's happening right now? Oh, just happens to be a war. Which is only exaggerating the food problem that we had. Now, you could say, oh, but well, it's because of supply chains. Yeah, but why supply chains break down with the money? Well, we're having war. Oh, well, why are we having war? Right? It all comes back down to the money. These are the unintended consequences that she's talking about. Now, let me tell you the impact of this, all right? Per the UN, the United Nations, per the UN, 47 million people in 81 countries will be added, added to the already swelling ranks of enduring, enduring acute hunger. All right. Now, now don't, 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 don't say, Mark, this is about this, this Russian Ukraine war. No, no. According to the UN and a recent report by the World Food Program, even before the Russian invasion, the world was facing growing hunger with some 276 million people facing acute hunger. Okay. Now this is, it's driving up the cost of global food prices at a time when supplies were already perilously tight. This is leading to people starving to death. These are the unintended consequences. On the UN website, this says that we're losing 25,000 people to hunger every single day. This is, I'm reading directly off the UN website. 25,000 people are dying from hunger every single day. These are the unintended consequences of them printing all this money because they're acting like a bunch of eight-year-olds. That's her words, not mine and not thinking about it. We knew that it was going to be too much money chasing too few goods, but we didn't think through the consequences. Well, that's the consequences. Now, um, people in the United States probably won't be dying of hunger. <laughs> we have plenty of food in the United States, but other countries don't. Now, this leads to massive problems. So we had the Arab Spring. The Arab Spring was the you know one of the largest revolutions in recent history in, in the Middle East. And what was it caused by? Oh, yeah, people not being able to eat. People can, people can endure a lot of pain, but when you can't eat, it's called nine meals to anarchy. You go without nine meals and it's on, right? It's on. Nine meals has three days. I would argue it's less for my kids, you know? If your kids aren't eating, you probably give them two or three meals and then it's on. 
that's the consequences that they didn't think through. Um, and like I said, in the U.S., it's, it's probably not as bad. We're not going to starve to death, but your quality of life's going down. So, for example, this 8.5% inflation that they came out with last month, which is completely false. It's a complete lie. It's about 20%, but let's just call it 8%, 8.5%. That's the number they gave us. I'm not going to go into all the way it's wrong. Uh, I think I've already covered that. But let's just take the number they gave us, 8.5%. That means that you in the United States um, – have it, it costs you $327 more for you to have the same quality of life that it cost you the the month before that. $327 more. Now, let's 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 add that number up. That means if you made $32 an hour, which I don't know if you make more or less than that, but let's just say that you make $32 an hour, you have to work an extra 10 hours just to keep the same quality of life that you had the month before. An extra 10 hours. Now, if you make $15 an hour, you have to work an extra 20 hours. 20 hours of your life has been stolen from you because they didn't bother to think through the consequences of their actions. 20 hours of your life is stolen from 20 hours that you could spend with your kids. You know, kids need parents. Maybe you could build relationships with your kids. Maybe you could spend with your wife or your or your spouse so you don't end up in um, divorce. <laughs> uh, maybe you could spend that time in the gym so you don't get out of shape and get and get sick. Maybe you could spend that time um, building into your own education to learn new skills so you could get more pay to get yourself out of poverty. You could use those 20 hours or 10 hours any way you wanted, but you can't now. Because now you have to work that extra time just to maintain that quality of life that you had before. So they're stealing your life, which is causing society to break down. Now, you could not work those extra hours, and that's fine. And then you just have to fall further behind. Your quality of life has to go down. So now you don't take a family vacation anymore. Um, now you'd never go out to eat anymore. You know, now you sell your nicer car and you ride the bus or you move to a smaller house or whatever it may be. That's the consequences of their action that they didn't think through because they're like a bunch of eight-year-olds in their own opinion. Now, the point I make is that this is ridiculous. Nobody should have the power to make any type of decision like that that would impact eight billion people. And that's why we take the money out of the hands of the government. Nobody, not take it from them and give it to a new set of people. We take it from them and give it to nobody in a system that nobody can controls. And that's what Bitcoin represents. That is what we're witnessing. We're witnessing the world breaking down. It's falling on its own. It's already crumbling. But it's okay because we have another system that's being set up that we can move to right now. We can take our money out and put it over there and not be affected. They can't print more of it like they just did with the dollars. And that is what can save us from this. It already is. It's already saving us from that. But what do you think? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, hit me up on social media. You hit me up on Twitter at one Mark Moss at one Mark Moss or on Instagram at one Mark Moss or hit me up on my website. Send me a message. Uh, one Mark I'd love to hear what you think about that. Even if you think I'm crazy, you can tell me that's okay. I got thick skin. Um, but anyway, you're listening to the Mark Moss show. We're talking about the intersection of politics, finance, technology. We're talking about the decentralized revolution that's changing the world as we speak, representing hope for the future for my future, my kids, and my grandkids' future, and for yours too. And that's what I got for you today. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.